Chakshurun militam yena Tasmae she gurave nama She chetanyaman obishtam Stapitam yena butale Sayam rupa kadamahyam Dadati swapadantikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Yutta Padakamalam Sri Gurun Vaishnavangscha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatam Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Saraswate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nivishesha Shunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Vancha Kalpatrubhyascha Kripasindubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namonam E Krishna Karuna Sindhu, Dina Bando Jagatpate, Gopesha Gopika Kanta, Radha Kanta Namostute, Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi, Radhe Vrindavaneshwari, Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye. Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. <clears throat> Again, welcome back to Saturday Sangha. And welcome to the month of March. As the spring is gradually appearing in the northern hemisphere. <clears throat> the sun is uh, coming up gradually earlier every day. And Sometimes it gets warmer and then it gets colder and then it gets warmer and then it gets colder. 
like the devas, demigods are not completely sure what to do. Uh, And that's okay. (laughs) The climate is changing, they say. And uh, I just read, it's a real worry in the Himalayas. Um, There's more and more melting of glaciers. And the problem is not only this is a sign of global warming, but in the Himalayas itself, people are living in valleys. And... Himangi, ne mogu da čujem prevod, samo mogu da čujem Maharadža. Translation system is okay. Yes, good man. Um, it should be working fine. Everything should be fine. Okay. As far as I know. So I tested and everything is working okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, in the valley. So glaciers may be melting and it may be not so noticeable in general. But then what happens? All of a sudden, without any warning, there can be a huge avalanche. Uh, and the avalanche can be, uh, of course, a snow avalanche. Kace, kace, Sides of mountains from, you know, washing down into valleys. So they say there's only a handful of these glaciers being monitored. But in the Himalaya range, there are some 50,000 glaciers. So they can't keep track. So what is the lesson? Uh, the le- one lesson is we live in a stable world. Hare Krishna. <laughs> okay. Um, we've chanted some Mangala Charana. What means Mangala Charana? Mangala means auspicious. But someone may say, I thought we don't care about auspicious or inauspicious. We want transcendent. Uh, yes, but this is Mangala Charana, which is invoking the blessings of the Lord and his associates, invoking and requesting and begging (laughs) so that we are in the right company. Uh, So we're not just floating aimlessly, uh, that we are in under the guidance of uh, the Lord under his perfect vision. And the vision of the Vaishnavas, including Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, whose song we can now sing. And today we have a a song that you may be familiar with. It's continuing 
excuse me, the Bhajana Lalasa series, The Longing for Bhajana, and it's song number seven. And um, I guess everybody knows you can get, you have the link along with this uh, link to the to our program zoom you also have a link uh, to the words of the song so we can follow along vaishnava thakur this is addressed to the devotee begging him for mercy in very specific ways, which uh, is, it's a, the whole song is a summary of uh, the several, a few verses of uh, the Upadesh Amrita. So it's, it's recognizing that all of the things desirable and all the things to be avoided as listed in the Upadesh Amrita, are available or to be overcome with the blessings of Vaishnava Thakur. So the translation quickly, O venerable Vaishnava, devotee of Krishna, O ocean of mercy, be merciful unto your servant. Give me the shade of your lotus feet and purify me. I hold on to your lotus feet. Teach me to control my six passions, rectify my six faults, bestow upon me the six qualities and offer unto me the six kinds of holy association. I do not find the strength to carry on alone the Sankirtan of the holy name of Hari. Please bless me by giving me just one drop of faith with which to obtain the great treasure of the holy name of Krishna. Krishna is yours. You have the power to give him to me. I am simply your servant running behind you, shouting, Krishna, Krishna. That's very nice. Here we go. Vaishnava Thakur Doyara Sagana Edase Karuna Kore Ohe Vaishnava Thakur Doyara Sagana Edase Karuna Kore 
Krishna Amito Kangal Krishna Krishna Boli Daitaba Pache Pache Amito Kangal 
Krishna Krishna Bali Daitava Pache Pache Daitava Pache Pache Daitava Pache Pache Vaishnava Thakura Dayara Sagada Edase Karuna Kore Vaishnava Thakura Dayara Sagada Edase Karuna Kore Dia Pada Chaya Shodohe Amaya Tomara Chadanadori Dia Pada Chaya Shodohe Amaya Tomara Chadanadori Tomara Chadana Dori Tomara Chadana Dori Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Ram Ram Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare 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 Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare 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 Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare 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 Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare 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 Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare 
Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Bol, Hare Bol, Hare Bol, Hare Bol, Nita Bol, Hare Bol, Hare Bol, Hare Bol, Hare Bol. So again, the translation with with the Bangla. Oh, oh is call attention. It's an exclamation. Guru Maharaj, can you hear us? I think we can't hear you. So this may not be the last time today, um, but when it happens and you're all still connected, no worries, you can uh, talk with each other, socialize or whatever. No, you don't want to socialize. Yoga Narasinga says, no, no socializing. Spiritual socializing. Okay, now I have to, I think I'll leave my name as it is. You know who I am. Uh, <clears throat> I was trying to figure out how to uh, make it uh, automatically, so I, I mean to change my name more permanently, but I haven't figured out how to do that. In your profile, Guru Maharaj, online, there is a way to change it in your online Zoom profile. Okay, I tried. I looked, I couldn't find. Anyway, it's okay. So, oh, hey, Vaishnava Thakur, Doyara Sagar. Oh, venerable Vaishnava, Doyar Sagar, you're an ocean of mercy, Doya, and then it's possessive, Doyara. Uh, of mercy, Shagar, Shagar, Shagur, Bangla. E Dashe, this servant, Karuna Kori, um, and it's with this apostrophe, so it would be Koriya, which is the gerund, which means having made, having made, having done, having done mercy, having uh, given mercy, Karuna. Dia parachaya, having given dia shade chaya of your feet, shodho he amaya, 
not sure about the Amaya here, Shodha Purify, Tomar Charanadori, um, I'm taking shelter, I'm holding on, Dori, uh, to your Charana, to your, to your lotus feet. Um, and I don't know if this is intentional, but for the poet, for Bhaktivinoda Thakur, but there is Chaya uh, with long A's, meaning shadow or, um, yeah, shadow. Um, the cooling shade of your lotus feet. And then we have Choyo, Choyo, short A's, Choyo. Uh, in the next verse, Choyo Bego Domi, Choyo Dosha Shodhi, Choyo Guna Deho Dase, Choyo Shat Shong Deho He Amare Boshe Chi, Shongiro Ashe. So the, the Choyo here means just means six. There are six Vegas, Vacho Vegam, Manasakroda Vegam, Jihva Vegam, Udarapasta Vegam, which is verse number one of Nectar of Instruction. I'm sure you all know it. A sober person can tolerate, this is Prabhupada's translation, the urge to speak, the mind's demands, the actions of anger and the urges of the tongue, belly, and genitals. Person who can, who can tolerate uh, is qualified to make disciples all over the world. So you can all become guru um, which Prabhupada said, uh, not only here, but he's, he, he wanted, he wanted, he expected all his followers to become guru. Um, one thing that's been in discussion uh, in the uh, regional, what's it called, the Regional Council of uh, the GBC in Germany, which I <laughs> I found myself a member of, uh, because I'm uh, I'm representing the Cow Protection Ministry uh, for Europe, uh, trying to. Um, let's say, filling in for His Holiness Smita Krishnamaraj. So suddenly I found myself on this RGB, Regional Governing Body. And one of the things they're discussing is um, how to increase the number of gurus in our society. There are lots and lots of uh, devotees who many of us feel are very qualified, who are not uh, taking this responsibility. Not because necessarily they don't want to, but our society in general, the culture 
somehow we haven't worked out the culture to sort of move those devotees forward, like, okay, go ahead, <laughs> uh, take it up. It's a big topic, Chai Bego Domi. So, teach me to control my six passions, rectify my six faults. What are the six faults? Atyahara prayashascha prajalpo niyamagraha janasangaschalolyangcha shadbir bhaktir minashati eating more than necessary or collecting more funds than required. Hmm. Okay. Mm, general meaning ati ahara. Ahara means consuming. Uh, you can say very generally our whole society is a consumer society. And so we all, we participate in this grand, uh, grand arrangement of atyahara. Prayasa over endeavor uh, for mundane things that are difficult to obtain. We may be asking ourselves what constitutes over endeavor. How much endeavor is over endeavor, right? <laughs> I see Dharma Gopta smiling about this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you want to comment on, on your experience with over-endeavor? I don't want to put you on the spot, but if you like. Yeah, it's definitely something which obstructs devotional service heavily. You have some ex experience? Oh, yes, of course, yeah. It's something which uh, obstructs devotional service in any way. So yeah, that's something you should be that's the trap which easily fall into. Mm -hmm. The carrot is right there in front of us. I'm, I can get it. I can get it. It's there. Just if I <laughs> push a little more, I will grab it. Yeah. Okay. Chai Vega Domi, um, Chai Dosha Shodi, um, talking unnecessarily about mundane subject matters, Prajalpa. Um, a lot of people practice in India a day of fasting once a week. It, this doesn't necessarily mean complete fasting, it can mean uh, fasting from grains or whatever. Of course, we observe ekadashi, fasting from grains. But there are a lot of people who fast not just uh, once every two weeks, but once once a week. And uh, there are a lot of people who also practice monavrata, uh, sort of one day a week, uh, as I as as I've heard and observed. Vrindapati, you are here. You you would be aware of this, isn't it? 
Anji, yes, Gurudev. Any comments, further comments? Um, about uh, fasting once a week and for for keeping Manavrata? Yeah. So, I mean, from my knowledge, um, generally speaking, a lot of uh, people who fast once a week usually do it for some kind of material gain or some, uh, for example, some people may fast on Mondays uh, to please Lord Shiva yeah. in order to get a good husband or something like this. Mm -hmm. Or in, um, you know, when somebody has some astrological uh, complications in their birth chart, um, and they have to do some kind of austerities, um, then an astrologer may recommend them to fast on a particular day, which oh, is see, yeah. close to a particular planet. Um, mm. So on Thursdays, it will strengthen Jupiter, for example, or appease Jupiter. Oh. Fasting generally is a, 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 to try and appease the planet, to try and you know, to make an atonement on, of that particular karma. Uh, mm. But some people will fast on certain days to please their Ishta Devata also. So if they are, you know, particularly uh, Hindu people, especially if they're particularly um, inclined to worshipping a particular deity like Hanuman, for example, they might fast on uh, Tuesday or Saturday. Mm. Those people who are dedicated to Lord Venkateshwara, for example, might fast on a Friday. And so they, um, you know, Mondays is for Lord Shiva, and Tuesday might be Ganesh also, or Kartikeya, Lord Muruga. Mm -hmm. So like that, they may fast for the benefit of their chosen deity, just to, just to please the deity also. So there is also another dimension to it. But majority of the time, uh, people will kind of take some kind of vow or austerity just to kind of, I suppose, blunt the reactions of some of their karma as well. <laughs> <laughs> anything oh, I, yeah. I might add to just i mean there's many things but you know this is some some few things that, that might fasting okay that's interesting um rindav pati by the way is an astrologer uh so he's uh, knowing about such things um do you sometimes recommend to uh your clients to uh to fast uh, yeah, I think uh, fasting is also very good. Ayurvedically, um, you know, based in Ayurveda, we know that um, especially if you have certain types of, you know, food intolerances or you need to detox on a regular basis, then you can kind of, as they say, you know, do two things at once. You can mm -hmm. also abstain to detox the body once a week, you know, to balance the dosha in a body. Somebody who has kapha dosha, for example, uh, who has a lot of bio or, or, or liquid element inside their body, um, they would prefer to fast because it increases the heat inside the body. Um, but those people who are have pitta or too much heat inside their body, they probably won't survive <laughs> too many days <laughs> of fasting because yeah. the digestive fire is too much they want to eat. And vata dosha people, people who have too much vata inside their body, then fasting could aggravate the vata inside their body. So they may adjust and take certain liquids or, you know, may have certain things. So they, they, they for their constitution, their physical constitution. Uh -huh. But I do recommend fasting for people if they have certain 
obstacles, especially for Saturn, for example, those people are struggling from the affliction of Shani, uh, which is very heavy karma from previous life, then uh, I might say, you know, you can fast on Saturdays to appease Saturn and voluntarily take some hardship. Um, but it's largely to uh, create some kind of purification and um, even, you know, he, uh, in the Brihadaranika Upanishad, we have this mantra, Asatoma Sadgamaya Tamasoma Jyotirgamaya Mrityamamka. But then there's another line which says, Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santuni Niramaya. And Niramaya, Amas means um, inside the body, you have um, toxins inside the body. And we know in Ayurveda that if you try to apply uh, Ayurvedic medicine on top of toxins, then the medicine is not going to be effective. Mm. So in order to first remove the toxins from the body um, and then apply the medicine, then sarve bhadrani pashantu So it means then you will become peaceful or happier if you were to first detox the body. So ah. this is some uh, kind of, you know, implications from the Ayurvedic perspective. Also, <laughs> then you have the Astro astrological perspective of uh, fasting also that's interesting uh, that's okay. yeah. how about um mona mona vrata any comments on so according to from um Srimad bhagavatam also Srila Prabhupada explains this but also in yoga as a yoga teacher also i think guru maharaj is frozen again Guruman, can you hear us? You've frozen. Can anybody else hear Gurumaraj? No, it seems that Gurumaraj's line connection is very, very bad and unstable, so we need to okay. figure out something. I think maybe probably you can continue on the topic and then Maharaj will join in. Okay. So uh, according to Srimad Bhagavatam, you have five vanis inside the body, Madhyama, Pashanti, Vani, and Paravani, and, and uh, Vaikari. These are the five vanis that ex exist inside the body, which is connected to speech. And you have five koshas inside the body, which is uh, Anname Kosha, which is made from grains. Uh, prana may kosha, which is the prana that flows through the body, the vital air. Uh, you have uh, mano may kosha, the, the sheath, which is the mind. Then you have vijnana may kosha, which is the sheath of knowledge. And you have finally ananda may kosha, which is connected to the atma. So you have these sheaths, uh, just like you have three-dimensional body. They're connected to the mind, body, and spirit. So your physical body, the five elements, material elements the mind, which is this more subtle elements. And then you have the Ananda Mekosha. So we know from Shastra that the soul is Satchit Ananda. But then what happens is, is that when somebody keeps a Mona Vrata, it contain, it, um, speaking can sometimes exert a lot of energy. And when you keep a Mona Vrata or you take on some form of Tapasya, then what happens is, uh, you become silent for some time. And that's actually one of the qualities of a Vaishnava is that 
uh, he or she is also can be silent as well without saying too many things. It makes you also think very deeply about um, contemplation and personal introspection. So it helps you to consolidate your thought processes by keeping a vow of silence for a short period of time. It conserves energy. And also some yogis, when they practice Manavrata for long periods of time, they attain siddhi of this uh, practice, which means that then when they go to speak, it has a lot of potency because they have a lot of meditation and austerity behind that power of speech. And when they then speak, then they can, anything they even say, sometimes it's called vachan siddhi, it's called vachan siddhi, which means when they say something, uh, give somebody a blessing or something, it comes true. They when say, they say something, look out. <laughs> So, uh, Guru Maharaj, we, um, the devotees requested me to just continue in, in while we were waiting for you to rejoin again. Yes, that's fine. Um, so, I kind of just explained um, the five vanis that I mentioned in Srimad Bhagavatam and also in the Yoga Shastras. And I also mentioned the five koshas and how by keeping monavrata, we conserve some of the energy that is spent through speaking. Yes, that that I I came back when you were yeah, yeah. explaining that. That's nice. I just had a funny thought. Um, pure speculation, but I could imagine that having a regular period of of uh, Mona Rata uh, for couples, husband wife could be good for them, could help them, um, you know, in their cooperative lives. Um, I thought of this because on the other side, we understand uh, sometimes Shimati Radharani becomes angry at Krishna and what does she do? She becomes silent. Uh, and that's called man, man, and that that um, anger, silent anger, is extremely disturbing <laughs> to Krishna. But um, but what about just you know, hey, let's let's not talk to each other today. Um, I wonder how that would be. I don't know because I you know. I have no experience, but do people do that? Do house, uh, householders have such ratas? Or, or would that be a side benefit for householders? I think it's healthy to keep some in, if possible, some individual space also to reflect. Sometimes it's not just the talking, but being to listen too much of, um, yeah, just being listening all the time. Sometimes you need a quiet time to, to ponder, reflect on what you've been listening. I think it's healthy, if mm -hmm. possible. Anyone else? Any other um 
Householders here want to comment? Again, I don't want to put you on the spot, but <laughs> maybe it's something you could uh, experiment. Thank you very much. Can I say something? Please, yes. But I was just thinking, you know, if maybe when there are couples where um, husband prefers uh, more quiet time and wife likes to talk a lot, so <laughs> sometimes they may um, uh, um, come into some disagreements because he is trying hard to keep his quietness <laughs> and his space in a quiet manner and she's trying to talk because that's what she needs so maybe <laughs> maybe for her would be good to maybe practice to please the husband and the other way around and the other way around <laughs> yeah. well, this is just a suggestion the skin okay <laughs> sounds like you're talking from experience <laughs> Uh, Daitiesha, you you wanted to say something about what was it here? Uh, cell phones and computers. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Um, recently, I've seen uh, Solinus Jadveta Swami Maharaj suggesting one sort of rule one can practice for oneself is keep all the electronic devices turned off until nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> something, something to try. <clears throat> Maybe some vrata, which would be called on offline vrata. Offline vrata. <clears throat> day a week. <laughs> yeah, some of us might find that difficult offline. My worry is that if I'm offline for some time like that, then I go back online. Then there's that much e that much more email to deal with. <laughs> but maybe that's just uh, an excuse. Okay, talking unnecessarily about mundane subject matters, practicing the scriptural rules and regulations only for the sake of following them and not for the sake of spiritual advancement, or rejecting the rules and regulations of scriptures and working independently or whimsically. Uh, and then five, associating with worldly-minded persons who are not interested in Krishna consciousness, and six, being greedy for mundane achievements. Of course, all of these we could uh, talk about at some length. But the general point here is that Bhaktivinoda Thakur is requesting Vaishnava Thakur uh, to teach Teach me to control the six passions, rectify my six faults, bestow upon me six qualities, offer unto me the six kinds of holy association. And that goes on with uh, continuing verses of 
um, the nectar of instruction. Um, but I want to sort of get through this song. Uh, Akaki Amar Nahipai Bala Harinam Sankirtane. So Bala means strength. Nahipai Bala. I'm. I have not gotten the strength. <clears throat> Akaki, uh, because I'm alone. Um, Amar, of me, there is, literally, there is um, seclusion, ekak, or I am in seclusion, something like that. Harinam Sankirtane. So I don't have the power uh, to do Sankirtan. Tumi Kripa Kori Shraddha Bindu Diya Deho Krishna Namadane. <clears throat> Please bless me by giving me just one drop. Shraddha Bindu. I'm not asking for, you know, big uh, containers of Shraddha. I'm just asking for one, one Bindu, one drop. Now, one could take this, it occurs to me, uh, because uh, yantras have a middle point. A yantra is a geometrical, uh, two-dimensional, sometimes three-dimensional uh, structure. Uh, often it's um, infused with mantras. In the middle of the yantra, there's always a bindu. There's a, a point. And sometimes the explanation of what you do with a yantra is that you meditate on the different petals and the mantras on the petals and that you work your way into the middle, uh, to the bindu, to the center. And the center is this the source, it's, it is, it's Pradhan, it's the locus, uh, it's the source of all, all being, it's, it's Krishna. Um, and so, Shraddha Bindu Diya, give me that point, could be one way of understanding it. Deho Krishnamadani, give me uh, the, the treasure, the dhana of the holy name. Please give me that treasure. So after uh, Vegas and uh, becoming purified of the six faults and um, cultivating the six qualities, uh, having the six types of association, uh, dadati, pratigrinati, etc. Uh, then I may get Krishnamadan. Then I may appreciate the treasure of the holy name. Mm. <clears throat> then finally, Krishna say tomar, Krishna dite para, Tomar Shakati Ache. This Shakati means Shakti uh, with an extra syllable in order to uh, 
for the song's metrical form. Krishna Shetomar, Krishna is yours. Krishna Dite Para, you can give Krishna to others, Para to another. Tomar Shakti Ache. Ache, there is of you, Tomar Shakti. You have you have this power uh, to give Krishna to others. <clears throat> Amito, and here the apostrophe after the O, um, my guess is for Tomar, Amitomar Kangal. Kangal here is translated as servant, and it probably has some special meaning, but I'm not aware. Let's see. Um, is uh, is Deva Shiradika here? You you know your Bangla knowing? Sorry, I'm here. Hi, yes, would you know something more about this word, Kangal? Kangala means, literally it means poor or deprived of any possessions. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it's translated here as, um, I am your servant. Hmm. Okay, so I'm deprived of any, I am, so it's like... Um, uh, what's the word I want? Niskinchen, maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a Bengali of Niskinchen. Okay, so I am I am without anything. Krishna, Krishna, Boliya, and uh, calling out Krishna, Krishna, Dhai. And what is Dhai Tava Pache Pache? I'm running. Um, Pache, I guess, is behind. You, I'm running in your path behind you. Something like that. Is that right? Dhai, if I'm correct, means to follow in that direction. If I'm uh -huh. correct, from what I remember. Okay. So to follow towards, that would be Dhai. And Pache, Pache, behind, behind. That I'm not sure. I can check. <laughs> okay. So the whole thing is, of course, um, that all of this is a request to the devotee to bless the devotee uh, to have these qualifications uh, and thus ultimately to to receive Krishna, 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 Boli. Um, why? Because the devotee has the power to give Krishna to another devotee, um, to another person. And again, that's something uh, we want to appreciate as not only, we, we can look at this from two sides. One is, of course, we are looking to uh, the senior Vaishnavas, for their blessings. But sort of simultaneously, we want to see ourselves as potentially, um, potentially and actually being able to give Krishna to others. 
that's how the whole thing works. That's how the, that's the principle of uh, the pre preaching mission. That's the principle of uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's whole, whole mission, his whole uh, appearance. Well, I spent quite a bit of time on this today. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur Ki Jai Hare Krishna. So now is uh, time to see. I think someone said you have, uh, you wanted to share a dialogue uh, from our last time. We were having some little dialogues about Sagara Mantana, was there someone today who wanted to do this? Was it Somya Karani? Or someone else? No, not Somya Karani. Okay. Uh, otherwise, Guru Maharaj, we have three presenters who. Uh, oh. who yeah, we have Adira Lalita Mataji, uh, Kavichandra oh. Prabhu, and Nandimukhi Mataji. Okay, so, uh, so I don't yes. know. Is, is it related to to the topic of the previous week or not? But let's see. Okay. Dear Lalita Mataji. Okay, Hare Krishna. Well, I it, it my my dialogue that I wrote it is uh, connected to um, churning the ocean of milk, and uh, and it is on literally uh, verses 39 and 40 of Bhagavatam 388. Um, setting the scene that lesser powerful deities speak in favor of demigods. And that's the argument between two minor uh, deities, which I named um, Divok and Adivok. Divok is backwards COVID, and Adivok is backwards COVID da, which means. It and uh, so the, the dialogue is between two of those uh, lesser powerful deities and a prominent one prominent demon. Here it goes. Uh, my husband Jay Lakshman helped me to. Um, finish it off. Um, he was being down a bit uh, with some, he's got some going on, I don't know if it's cold or something. And uh, I wanted to cheer him up and I started reading my dialogue. And then he starts saying something in between. So I sort of put it two together and uh, <laughs> we wrote this. Uh, so here it goes. Adivok. We've got to do something about this Divok. Divok. Yes. What do we have to do? Our Divok. We've got to say something. If we don't, we won't get any nectar. A leading deities will take it all. Divok. You are right. We better say something quick. And then our Divok. Um, shouting out. Excuse me, in whole respect to you, Dietius, you are taking all the nectar to yourselves. 
but according to religious principles, you should share it equally amongst us, demons and demigods. And the leading Daitya being angry said, Oi, keep quiet you. If you don't, you're going to get in a big trouble. Adivik. Well, we've had a chat amongst ourselves there at the back and we don't think that it is right that you are not sharing the nectar with us and with demigods. By the way, you are breaking the eternal religious rule, which says that if one partakes in any public sacrifice, he is entitled to an equal share of the ambrosia. Divok to Adivok quietly. Do you think we're going to get in trouble now? This argument was going to go on for quite some time and probably a fight would break out amongst demons and who knows what would have happened to the nectar. But then Lord Vishnu, seeing the situation, decided to appear as Mahini Moti. Hi, Jai, thank you. <laughs> okay. So it's a little bit of um, the back, <clears throat> the background scene of what's going on. <clears throat> yes, and because they were worried, they, they will not get any nectar. They sort of um, went a little bit on the demigod side, saying, well, the demigods need a share as well, but actually they were worried that they will not get any nectar. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's there in the uh, Bhagavatam. You've expanded it. That's nice. Thank you. Okay, who else? That was... Kavichandra Prabhu, you can just switch to English channel. Yeah, I, but I don't know what we are talking about. I, I was not... Uh, I, I was... Uh, I was not intent. I have no intention to present anything today. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, but I can't speak. I, you you can't hear. Gurmaj can can hear me. So what can we do? So it wasn't it wasn't you, Prabhu, that you sent me an email. No. No, no. Well, then I apologize. It's no my problem. mistake. No uh, Lukash, look, it was Lukash. I don't know who is Lukash. It was me. I was sending the email for Yadavi Mataji and Tikshnarupa Prabhu. Aha. Presentation. Yes. It's for them, not for you. Yes. I'm just sending in their name because they are not so computer friendly. Or... Aha. So and you, you said that you will share the, the YouTube link. Correct? Yes, yes. If it is the proper way, then I think it will be the best quality. Yadavi Mataji, Tikshnarupa Prabhu, and Kamalavati Mataji, and Simhagaura Prabhu, and other devotees, they've prepared a short video which they have entitled a winter postcard from New Shantipur. And so that the reception is comfortable, I'm just sharing a link of the video in the chat. 
So we have the opportunity to see the video and hear the video and it lasts around nine minutes for everyone. Instead of sharing it here, everyone can just click and watch it. Okay. Hare Krishna, dear Guru Maharaj, Hare Krishna, dear devotees. We prepared a winter postcard from China. We are based in southwest part of Poland, in Sudeti Mountain. Prabhu, Prabhu, you're not sharing the screen, just for your knowledge. You're not sharing the screen, nor, nor, nor video, nor, nor sound. Yes, that's right, because that was the idea that everyone clicks on it and watches it for themselves instead of sharing it so that the sound and the... Okay, now it's clear, Prabhu. Thank you very much. Yeah, so devotees will uh, watch for themselves. So we don't have to share here. It, because it's quite long. It's like a nine minutes, I think, or something. So we, so we watch it at a later time, right? Yes, either. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I think it will work better to watch later because if we all watch it now, it's, um, how to say, it's a little uh, <laughs> bringing us <laughs> in some other universe. <laughs> but I've, I've got the link. So you need to make the, the connection now because uh, when we end, um, at three o'clock, then uh, all the you know chat stuff disappears. So if you want to watch, okay. I, I can, Maharaj. I can share the uh, chat uh, links later. No, no problem. I can share it in the recording yeah. recording yeah. of the of the uh, session. I can share the links as well. So no, no problem. Okay. Okay, and this way we are learning different tricks with our various devices. <clears throat> um, okay, so then who else? Was there someone else who has something to share? It was Nandimuki Mataji. Nandimuki oh, yes, Nandimuki. Is she there? Nandimoki Mataji, can you unmute, please? Yes, I have. Maybe a little bit louder, Mataji. I don't see her. Oh, okay, now I see. Nanimoki is, you're wearing a crown, okay. <laughs> Actually, we, we wanted to do this uh, little sketch on Shimad Bhagavatam. Lord Shiva uh, protecting the universe. And we wanted to do with Priyara the last moment she, she decided <laughs> not to do. So 
I skipped in though. We have so, <laughs> so um, it's a it's a conversation between the devtas and deities, churning uh, the the ocean. Oh, Arjun, sorry. Oh, Indra, look, we we have. Uh, we have um, managed to churn. Look, the nectar is coming out. We worked hard, all of us. Oh yeah? You think you demigods have worked? No, it's we demons, we are so powerful. And because of us, the ocean has been churned and now the nectar is there. So we are the first one to take it because we are the powerest damn demons in the whole world. No, oh no, I think this, this cannot be the nectar. It's something else. It's green and smoky. It seems my eyes are burning. Oh yeah, <coughs> my throat is choking. My eyes are burning. Indra, this is not nectar. This is the poison, the halahal. Oh yes, it seems like halada. Oh, what we'll do now? Let's all go to Lord Vishnu for help. Oh yeah, we'll go to our guru, Sukracharya for help. Oh, Vishnu, Lord Vishnu, help us. What happened? We were chanting and instead of nectar, halada came out. The poison. What we'll do now? I think we could maybe approach Lord Shiva because I think he'll be the appropriate person to help us. And then Lord Shiva manifested into a huge. And then he he took the the the, the poison on his on his hands and he drank it and he saved the whole universe. Oh, please, Lord Shiva, help us. This corona is taking over since one year in this, this material world. Please help us that this goes away and the devotees, they can do Sankirtan freely. Chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, 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 Hare Hare. Hare. <laughs> Thank you. Gaur Brahman <laughs> So Lord Shiva has to swallow the coronavirus now. <laughs> yes, in some sense. In some sense. <clears throat> and uh, Narahari uh, wanted also to share when she was younger, she did also some bratas by uh when she was much younger she wanted uh -huh. to um it's very common this uh, kind of rata among mm -hmm. uh, indian girls when they are small age uh in india also people, many girls they do this kind of rat like uh, you have rat like before if you want to eat you have to say ram and somebody who is next to you has to repeat ram if there is nobody, then you cannot eat. So this is one kind of rata, like uh, you have to chant any um, name of Krishna 
and then you can accept the prasad. So it was very common when we were young. All the girls we did the kind of prata. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So good. Um, yeah, Rajali Lavati says she's not quite ready with her dialogue. So that can be maybe next week if you want. All right. Um, what I was thinking, unless, oh, uh, what's our time now? Yeah. Uh, Avaduta Rai said he has something. With your permission, but my message is short. <laughs> I, I wrote a piece, it's, uh, I think, a fun for devotees to hear this. Maybe not, I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. Um, just a second. One day Yamaraj heard an astonishing news. Lord Chaitanya and Nityananda said the most fallen Jagayan Madai, they used to study the scriptures only to find out the most sinful activities which they would put on the list of what to do. And still, Yamaraj says, my dear Chitragupta, this is unbelievable. There are more books about the sinful activities of Jaga and Madai than books in the huge library of Alexandria. And still Jaga and Madai got mercy of Nityananda Mahajan. Who else can bestow such a mercy than only the most merciful Supreme Lord himself? It is difficult to understand him as such because he always considers himself to be the servant of the Supreme Lord. Gupta scratching his head. Yeah, all those books of sinful activities of Jagai and Madai, they could not be written down on time, even by thousands of scribes. And now all the books can be thrown away. Well, we will have no shortage for the hellfire for the next coming year. Yamaraj, yes. And all our endeavors to design and build a special hell for Jaga and Madai, just to give them special treatments, hmm, it was all a waste of time. But the biggest problem is because Nityananda Mahajan and Lord Chaitanya are saving so many people from the punishments of hell, they're running, they, they are ruining our business. Who will be punished now? Chitragupta. Yes, my dear Yamaraj Prabhu, one of my assistants told me confidentially that a person called Vasudeva Datta desires to ask Lord Chaitanya to save the whole universe. What he can do? Yamaraj, you know what? Let's visit the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya and Nityananda. I heard that Pancha Mukashiva is also going there chanting the holy name of Krishna with his five mouths, and Brahma is also there, chanting the holy name with his four mouths. Many demigods, by observing those pastimes, get symptoms of ecstasy, 
just by seeing the performance of Lord Chaitanya's Harinam Sankirtana. When Yamaraj, Chitragupta, and several other of his assistants arrived on the scene where Jagain Madai were saved, all of them saw a beautiful blackish person as beautiful as Krishna. Chitragupta said, who is that blackish person as beautiful as Krishna? It is not time now for Krishna's appearance. Yamaraj, that is Lord Chaitanya, the golden avatar, but accepting all the sins of Jaga and Madai, he now became blackish. But look, as the kirtan is going on, the complexion is changing back to golden hue. Wow, unbelievable. Yamaraj, having his ears absorbed in the kirtan, his eyes fixed on Lord Goranga, his mind completely overwhelmed about the supreme, uh, supremely merciful nature of Lord Chaitanya, and his nostrils smelling the transcendental aroma of Lord Chaitanya's body, at once fainted. Chitragupta, oh Yamaraj Maharaj, what happened with you? And finding no life symptoms, he started to lament. What we will do without you? Please come back. If your post is empty, there will be no more death in the universe. Nobody will die. Oh, Lord of death, who will give punishments to the sinful and the rewards to the pious? As Chitragupta and his assistants started to lament because they could not bring back Yamaraj to life, Lord Shiva came by and because of his mystic powers, he knows the past, present and future. He said, oh, don't worry, nothing serious happened with your master. He's just in ecstasy seeing the great merciful nature of Lord Chaitanya, Chitragupta. What we can do to bring him back to normal condition? Shiva said, chant the Mahamantra into his ears. Doing so, Chitragupta could bring back Lord Yamaraj to external consciousness. And thus all the demigods and the assistants of Yamaraj being joyful again, started an uproarious kirtan. The earthly beings could not see the kirtan of the demigods, but the joint tumultuous vibration of Sankirtana of Lord Chaitanya and of the demigods penetrated the whole universe, resounding in heaven, hell, and earth, and thus immediately awakened all good fortune for all living entities throughout the 14 planetary systems. The reference to the last sentence is in Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya Lila 11, 217. Hare Krishna, that's all. Joy. <clears throat> nice, thank you. This leads into, because um, you mentioned Chaitanya Charitamrita, and because uh, very soon, we will be celebrating the appearance of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. 
I think it's nice that we do some hearing, some reflection on Mahaprabhu from Krishadas Kaviraj's words in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Um, this last week, or was it before? <laughs> I was asked to uh, speak on online uh, for a series devotees are doing in preparation for the appearance of Mahaprabhu. Uh, they asked me to speak on the impact of Chaitanya Charitamrita in historical terms. Uh, Pancharatna Prabhu, my godbrother, was interviewing me. Um, the time went by quickly, and one hmm, information or a bit of a collection of information that I had done a bit of research on, but there was no time. The printing, the publication of Chaitanya Charitamrita uh, by Srila Prabhupada and his devotees. Many of you perhaps know the story uh, of how the Chaitanya Charitamrita was published in English language, uh, Srila Prabhupada's translation and commentary. But I think it's nice to remember. Uh, it's described in some detail by um, His Holiness Satsarup Das Goswami in his Srila uh, Prabhupada Lilamrita. Um, I believe it was 1972, but I'm not sure. Um, around that time, Srila Prabhupada began expressing his dissatisfaction that his, devote, his books were not being printed, were not being published quickly enough. Uh, he was translating faster than they were printing, and he was not happy about this, and he was letting the devotees who were managing the BVT know this. Uh, so the devotees in Los Angeles, where the uh, main, well, at that time, perhaps it was the only English BVT, I don't know, um, in Los Angeles, in any case, the devotees were very concerned that Prabhupada was dissatisfied in this way. So uh, the BBT managers, Radhavalaba, especially uh, discussing with Rameshwar Prabhu, they came up with a plan that they will be able to publish one volume per month. And they felt that this was uh, a really, this was going to be a, a very, uh, very good speed. Uh, and so they, they kind of prepared themselves to happily report this to Srila Prabhupada when he came to Los Angeles. I believe he came uh, from from the Western side, from India, 
maybe India to Hawaii and then from Hawaii to uh, Los Angeles. And, and when he came, uh, they, of course, welcomed him in wonderful ways. And as was Prabhupada's routine, every day he would go on his morning walk before uh, giving class in the temple. And typically in Los Angeles, Prabhupada would uh, go, they would take him to the beach, which is uh, just a few minutes drive away from the temple. Uh, a partic particular stretch of beach called Venice Beach, it's a very wide, uh, very long, straight beach. Um, similar, I would say, to the beach uh, in Mumbai, Juhu, Prabhupada would walk when he was there. So they went, Prabhupada and the devotees went, uh, the BBT devotees, and they they happily reported to Prabhupada that <laughs> for how long? I don't know. We are... Uh, um, we're having some serious discussions here at Sadhubhavan to possibly get a new, a new internet system, which may be better. Anyway, because uh, we've been having a lot of trouble with it. Yes, so here we are talking about Prabhupada on the beach in Los Angeles, and the devotees have said uh, we're going to produce one volume, and they calculated that the Chaitanya Charitamrita would be around 17 volumes, which means it would take one year plus five months. And Prabhupada said, uh, I want you to do it in two, two months. No, I'm not using that. <clears throat> I want you to uh, print the whole Chaitanya Charitamrita in two months. And the devotees thought Prabhupada didn't understand what they were saying, and maybe they didn't understand what Prabhupada said. So they, they went through it again, and Prabhupada said again, two months, I want it in two months. And uh, Ranavalava and Prabhu and... Uh, uh, Ramachar Prabhu, they kind of, you know, the hearts went in their throats or whatever it is. The hearts stopped. They didn't know what to say. And they said, they just kind of looked at each other and then looked at Prabhupada. Prabhupada, that's, that's not possible. And we all know the famous reply from Prabhupada, right? Impossible is a word in a fool's dictionary. And that's all he said. And then he just continued walking. And Radhav Alaba and Rameshvar stood there with their, probably their jaws down on the 
on the sand of the beach. <laughs> and they understood if we don't do this, even though it's impossible, if we don't do this, then basically we can't call ourselves disciples of Srila Prabhupada. Somehow or other we have to do it. So they started forming, they discussed with each other, they discussed with other devotees, they called devotees from all over America and they uh, got devotees coming to Los Angeles. And um, they asked, they, they made a condition to Srila Prabhupada. They said, we'll do this. We can do this if you stay here in Los Angeles for these two months so that we can ask you questions anytime because uh, there are going to be a lot of questions coming up. And Prabhupada immediately said, yes, yes, I will stay. No problem. <laughs> and so he did, and so they did, uh, and they did have a lot of questions. They would come to Srila Prabhupada. And uh, one of the big issues was because Srila Prabhupada always insisted on having several paintings in each volume. And, you know, you, you can only paint so fast, right? <laughs> Our artists know, like Kaveri knows, you can only... So the solution was that they would do... Um, they would have assembly line painting. They had more than one devotee working on one painting in shifts. <laughs> this may be the first time in history and maybe also the last time in history that that's ever been done. <laughs> I think it's something to go into some kind of art history book. Doing a painting in shifts of course, nowadays, uh, modern and postmodern art, they do all kinds of things. But I don't know if they've ever done this. <laughs> yeah. And also, Srila Prabhupada agreed uh, that they could use some photographs of uh, sacred places related to Mahaprabhu's pastimes. So uh, they managed to get photos of some places in Navadvip and Vrindavan and uh, also Puri. So that helped. And I remember when the first uh, volumes of Chaitanya Charitamrita came out and we saw, in addition to the paintings, also these photographs, this was very exciting. Uh, this was very exciting. It was uh, a real sense of, oh, these places, these are real, these are real places where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu really was and where his associates were and so on. So it was actually a nice, nice thing that they included photos. So um, they did it in two months. They, 
they published uh, the whole 17 volumes, even though, um, you know, the Prabhupada was, as he always did, as he mostly did, uh, he was giving dictation, it was difficult to transcribe. And um, I guess they had one devotee who was Bengali speaking, but otherwise, uh, for editing, especially the word for word and so on, very difficult. And a lot of editing and transcribing and uh, writing and printing mistakes came because, because of their inexperience and because of the speed. And so the devotees uh, republished, they re-edited several years later uh, and reprinted, but not all that big a number of copies in English of the Chaitanya Charitamrita have been published. The, the initial print run, uh, they told me, uh, the BBT told me was 20,000 copies. And then after that, um, several years later, I forget now the year. Anyway, it was after Srila Prabhupada had departed. It was in the, I think it was in the early 90s. They printed again in, uh, what was it? Nine volumes, the English. And that they only printed uh, something over 3000. And then again, another maybe 3000. And then there's the one volume, Chaitanya Charitamrita, which I have a copy of here, was published in Australia. Uh, they printed maybe 2,000 or 3,000 copies. Um, that's English. The uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita has since been translated by the BBT into some 17 languages. Um, and how many of those uh, are in print and how many copies are printed, I don't know. But it's, uh, it's a kind of exclusive work. Of course, now it's available in English, I think some other languages perhaps also online. So that's nice. But compared to, you know, Bhagavad Gita as it is, how many millions of copies of Bhagavad Gita have been printed and distributed? Um, so many. Anyway, uh, just thinking about the... And Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, when he was uh, initially... Um, interacting with the Vaishnavas in Dinajpur in 1868-69. Before this, he was looking, he says, for Chaitanya Charitamrita. He couldn't find. And finally, he managed to find. Because it was being printed, uh, there were publishers. uh, One, two scholars found... 
Bachchan's of Chaitanya Charitamrita published between uh, what was 1845 and I think 1870 or 70 something. So somehow Bhaktivinoda Thakur got a copy. We are very fortunate. We have access to Chaitanya Charitamrita by the grace of his divine grace. A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. And we have therefore the opportunity to read Chaitanya Charitamrita. Um, I, I hesitate to ask <laughs> how many of you have read the entire Chaitanya Charitamrita? Some of you. For those of you who have not, uh, I encourage Oh, again. We can hear you, Maharaj. Good. Hare Krishna. Oh, I'm still online. Something happened. Thought I lost. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I encourage those of you who have not uh, completely read Chaitanya Charitamrita to read, uh, to complete it. And uh, if you've completed it, um, don't worry, you are allowed to read it again. It's not that you read it once and you're not allowed to ever read it again. No, you are permitted. Now, if you want some inspiration for reading Chaitanya Charitamrita, beyond this discussion of how much Prabhupada wanted that it be uh, made available, I want to recommend, um, this is of course in English, but it's a very nice lecture, which uh, I watched uh, and heard this week. Uh, you can look online, um, Adi Gadadhar Prabhu from, uh, from Atlanta has uh, given a very nice, very moving presentation, a very moving talk about uh, Nityananda Prabhu, the glories of Nityananda, but um, how he has presented is He begins his lecture with uh, a verse from Chaitanya Charitamrita about uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the house of Advaita Charya, when Advaita Charya is uh, hosting Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu. And at one point, Nityananda Prabhu um, is playing as if he's upset and angry because uh, the amount of food that he is getting is nothing considering the fact that he has been fasting for the last three days. So Nityananda Prabhu is saying this. At the same time, Mahaprabhu is saying, what you're giving me is way too much. I couldn't possibly eat this. And Advaita Charya is saying, don't 
joke with me, I know that you can eat this because in uh, Puri, in the form of Lord Jagannath, you are eating 54, um, it says 54 times a day. I think it's, uh, anyway, it's 56 preparations, but you're eating so much. So on the one side, Nityananda is saying, you're, you know, give me something to eat, I'm starving. And Mahaprabhu is saying, you're giving me way too much, I can't eat. Nityananda Prabhu, in his uh, so-called anger, says in verse 96 of chapter 3 of Madhyalila, Avadutya jukta lagila mora onge paramapavitramore koila e dange. Actually, in the Bengali, he's speaking himself. Prabhupada has translated it third person. He says, when the rice thrown by Nityananda Prabhu touched his, that is Advaita Charya's body, Advaita Charya thought himself purified by the touch of remnants thrown by Paramahansa Nityananda. Therefore, he began dancing. And uh, Adi Gadadhar Prabhu then, his whole lecture is telling the background to this. What is leading up to this point? Going back to Mahaprabhu, Mahaprabhu's initial uh, impetus for taking sannyas, and then going through all the details, much of which is described in Chaitanya Bhagavata, of how uh, Mahaprabhu, Nityananda Prabhu uh, insists when Mahaprabhu says, I want to take sannyas, and he asks Nityananda for permission. Nityananda says, you must get permission from four persons, from Mukunda Datta, from Gadadhar Pandit, From, uh, from Vishnu Priya Devi and from Sachi Mata Devi. If you get their permission, then you can take sannyas. So then he describes in detail how Mahaprabhu approaches each of them and how difficult it is for him to get their permission, all in very dramatic ways. So... Uh, it, it's it's a very moving presentation that can give you inspiration to read Chaitanya Charitamrita. Having said that, and with just a few minutes left, I want to suggest that one way to read this passage of Advaita Charya uh, hosting Mahaprabhu. are making an offering of food to the Lord in your home on the altar. Um, Krishnadas Kaviraj goes to great length describing all the different foods being offered, um, each and every preparation. He goes on for, for pages 
uh, uh, describing all the preparations. We have a song from Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur also describing preparations. So you may be making an offering of something very simple, maybe some rice and maybe some dal or not even dal because you can't get dal, uh, but uh, rice and split peas <laughs> and, uh, and maybe some sabji. You can be thinking about all the different preparations that Advaitacharya was offering to, uh, to these two divine brothers. And then you can picture how Advaitacharya is um, insisting that they eat more and more. That's told also in great detail. Um, and then you can, after the offering, uh, you can remember, this is described verse 102, uh, or from 103, <clears throat> after the meal and after all the, um, all the drama between Nityananda and Advaitacharya, which Adi Gadadhar Prabhu gives a very interesting explanation for. He said, the devotees were practically in shock when they saw Chaitanya Mahaprabhu now with a shaved head wearing his sannyas vesha. And in this shock condition, uh, there was a kind of heavy mood uh, in the house, in, in the place of Advaitacharya. So, Adi Gadadhar says that um, Nityananda Prabhu wanted to lighten up the atmosphere. <laughs> and he's Avaduta and he's joking. And so this is when he was throwing the rice at Advaitacharya and, and uh, scolding him and on and on. Okay, at the end of the meal, Lavanga Elachibija <clears throat> Uttam. <clears throat> Uttam Rashavasa Tulasi Manjarishaha Dilamukavasa. She Advaita Charya fed the two lords cloves and cardamom mixed with Tulsi flowers. Thus there was a good flavor within their mouths. She Advaita Charya then smeared the bodies of the lords with sandalwood pulp and then placed very fragrant flower garlands on their chests. Acharja koritechahe padasambahan sankuchitahaya prabhu bolinabachan. When the Lord lay down on the bed, Advaita Acharya waited to massage his legs. But the Lord was very hesitant and spoke as follows to Advaita Acharya. Bahuta na chaile tumi chada na chana mukonda haridas daya karahabhajana. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Advaita Acharya, you have made me dance in various ways. Now give up this practice Go with Mukunda and Haridas and accept your lunch. 
So just this little exchange, uh, we can remember this quite grand exchange um, prior to the, what I just read. Uh, we can remember this as we make an, uh, a boga offering. Sometimes our services become a little, a little too routine. And one way to overcome that is to connect our services with how the great devotees, in this case, Advaita Charya, who is the Lord himself appearing uh, as Advaita Charya, that very, that very Lord who called Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Uh, so we can connect to how they are serving the Lord. And then it goes on. Thereupon, Advaita Acharya took prasadam with Mukunda and Haridas, and they all wholeheartedly ate as much as they desired. Uh, so we can then take prasadam remembering the company of devotees uh, and how they take prasadam together, uh, having received permission from from the Lord. Uh, Kaveri, you wanted to comment? Oh, okay. It goes on uh, with description of the dancing of Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu. And it struck me just uh, earlier today as I was reading this, uh, first of all, it's interesting that Advaita Charya is dancing so ecstatically uh, because he is physically, uh, by this time, he would have been well in his 70s. Uh, but it says he was dancing for hours. <laughs> so... <laughs> And then it describes, and you can read this for yourself from verse 119 of chapter 3, uh, how then uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu starts to feel very intense emotions uh, of separation. Virahe badila prema jvalar Toronga. Mm. And Jvalar Torong waves of burning prema. <laughs> waves of burning prema bodila expanded. Uh, and the feeling in viraha, virahe. He was feeling separation from the Lord, and this was welling up in him in such a way uh, that he collapses on the ground. And this is then described in some detail. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Ki Jai. Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Ananta Koti Vaishnava Rinda ki jai.
Gaur Premanandi Haribo. So I wish you all a wonderful week. And we'll continue next week. Um, I'm continuing with assorted tasks, including uh, the, well, this next week we don't have a meeting, but we have our BBT editorial review board team. And yes, what I can report from that is that we completed yesterday our review of the first chapter of the Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> it's taken us this long, uh, which is to say we started about a year ago initially discussing what is our modus operandi, how are we going to proceed? And in effect, that discussion's been going on uh, almost to the present because over several weeks and months even, uh, with some back and forth from the BBT, we've established a document of principles for doing this work. Uh, these are principles. There are, mm, I think there are 14 principles altogether and the first, uh, about the first half of them are giving the principles by which we determine that something should not be changed. And then the second half is giving principles by which we can understand that something uh, may be changed. Um, so eventually, we don't know if the BBT decides that that's gonna be made public. We're hoping that it will be public because uh, we like devotees to know what, what we're doing. And um, yeah, and the whole business of editing Prabhupada's books has become so controversial. So we want to do our part, help devotees appreciate how we're working. Yeah, and this afternoon I have a two-hour meeting uh, with a few devotees on the subject of Archana. Um, we, had an, we had two sessions on Archana with devotees in the uh, Mumbai Chopati, uh, Govardhan Eco Village, and Pune uh, this last week. So now I'm doing another sort of presentation, which is for scholar devotees, if you like. Okay, Hare Krishna, thank you all. Keep well. Hare Krishna, well, thank you. 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 Thank you.